life. Into the free idea podcast. Now with my wonderful guest Diego. Yes. Diego. Diego. So I was talking about some ideas that I already spoke with Charlene yesterday. Uh-huh. And I just want to see uh Diego's point of view. So I now made up my mind a little bit better about ideas that well, they're not special. We always have them, but it, it's whoever makes them possible that matters. Uh-huh. Like this idea that I used to have before for a drone that delivers mail. Um, that hasn't happened, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people had had that idea before many times. A phone that records your screen instead of a screenshot. But that's already happened. By the time I did it, I didn't think it did. Or maybe it didn't happen for the iPhone. But the... the what's the other Android. phone? Android had it. Android. A surveillance drone. So basically a drone with a camera. But mm-hmm. when I thought about this, I didn't know this existed. But obviously it does now. But it's like... They're not exactly... Um, original in the sense. Just like, oh, I wish we could fly one day. That's an idea everybody has. Uh-huh. But something that can happen. Yeah, I think... But with this, I would like to bring it to ears of people who can actually make ideas happen. That's very nice. But I have one idea here that I want to discuss with Diego, my favorite one. Virtual reality gym equipment. Oh, yes. You have the elliptic or a treadmill. Where Ah. as you run in the gym to Uh keep motivated, you have a screen in front of you. Instead of watching movies, you're you're playing playing a video game like Titanfall. Uh And you're controlling a robot. As you move with your hands. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Do you think that would be a hit with men? A hit with this technology? Yeah. I think there will be. I think there will be because... Because... There's already been... There's already technology uh, for... Like... Shooter games where people strap up their waist to a foundation, a base... Mm. And they're holding uh, guns and stuff like that, like fake guns. And they have the VR set, and they're playing around and running around. But they're set up. They're they're staying in one place. And I remember you showed me some some photos. I think, yeah, some photos of it. So it already has happened. But the the new thing here would be with the el- elliptic, elliptic, the elliptic machine. Yeah, I think games like Titanfall can maybe. Maybe games. because when you move around the chair, it's gonna sing. Oh, maybe games where you are a robot. Uh-huh. The elliptic would be good. Nice. Yeah. I also have an idea here um, for a website for city events. Because Facebook has something already that is like that, but this would be a website just specifically for it. And it would be for legit events in a way to avoid sketchiness like craigslist uh-huh. who's very sketchy. It's very sketchy they always try to scam you this would be a website that would have rules implemented so people would be harder to scam it would never be impossible but it would be harder just more tough yeah yes. like like if you want to uh, say that you went to an event maybe you have something physical that you scan or mm. you place into a scanner that cannot be like maybe you, you should not be able to take a screenshot and share it and everybody can scan uh-huh. it like a QR code, but maybe something physical. Well, you mean safety more safer because it has more safety protocols. Perhaps you have to be 
you have to take a picture of your ID and show that you live in that city. No, maybe um, not not so much like that. Uh, that was just to confirm that you went to the event. Uh, and so you can comment and be able to like, oh yeah, the event was nice. Because I, I know there's going to be people that are going to be like, oh, this event is trash. Uh-huh. And that's going to be the competition or just trolls that yeah. want to uh, scare people away from there. Yes. And they will be like, yeah, I went there. Uh, but there's no way to confirm it. Like he mm-hmm. was actually there. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe, so they, they could still, that could still happen. But it would take a lot more work. Like if the bad guy wants to just go there and to say smack about uh-huh. it, he has so to actually be there, be there and then go home and then he can talk uh-huh. smack. So <laughs> that, that would be your idea of making sure people are saying, what they're, making sure people, what they're saying is true. And yeah. that they participate in there with some form of, oh, let me see, let me scan your ID. That way I know you went to this <clears> event. <throat> mm-hmm. Except that wouldn't do ideas just because i want to target young people like high schoolers uh-huh. that they obviously don't have government don't have ideas, ideas at that age mm-hmm. and they don't have anything maybe they have phones nowadays but if you're poor you don't have a phone either so right. i want to include a lot of people maybe like a little bracelet that you can use for all events maybe but maybe it's you get shipped in the mail but then that would just be the confirmation part of what we're talking about confirm confirming that you were there you were saying the idea of having a website for every single city where it's like social media where it has uh, a feed of where you can scroll up and down yeah events. i have here a photo of how that would look like so i'm gonna show you i have like a bunch of pictures <laughs> it's just yeah but this would this how the feed would look it would have uh like um events, events that you're going that you're interested some events in your front page, a oh, date, like a schedule that you that once you're gonna go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would look like the comment section right here. The comment where your friend. Oh, it has a category for comments, a category for improvements or requests. Like, oh, maybe you wanted more drinks at, at that event or mm-hmm. more music, better more music, vegan food, uh, something like that, or better music. And <laughs> 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 uh, that's how it would look. And they would have pictures and things like that. Ah. I know Shanghai had. A city app for Shanghai City, uh-huh. where people would share pictures of events and clubs and things that they did, and they would post. So this idea kind of already exists, mm-hmm. but that was a specific Shanghai mm-hmm. app that if you didn't live in Shanghai, that you don't mm-hmm. care. You didn't get it. But this would be, uh, according to your zip code, like a Facebook that uh-huh. everybody has a Facebook, but you you put like a radio smile, like oh, sixty miles mm-hmm. from me, I want to see what's going on around mm-hmm. me, what events are happening. I, I'm guessing the person who would be because if that if that happens, the person who would be in charge of updating this information would be somebody from the political side of that city, like a, maybe the mayor who updates the events or somebody specifically hired to do so. But it would it would be somebody specific from the city. What do you mean? Like somebody Wait. from the city would update the website? No, it's like everybody would be able to host their own. Oh, kind of oh. like Airbnb. Anybody's oh, able okay, to okay, host. Okay. Anybody is able to make an event, and you get like stars or ratings. So, oh, this person is legit. He's not a scammer. You can trust that his events are real. Like, oh, I have a garage sale. Oh yeah, he does have a garage sale. Oh. Okay. And now the person who used to have a garage sale has a pool party. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then there's a guy who's known as the best pool party guy. Uh-huh. He always hosts pool parties. Ah, okay. I thought, okay, I get it. I thought it was yeah. uh, only like the mayor or the people in the 
we have power up in the political side, they get to schedule all the events. But no, no, it's like you and me. You ha- you can host. You can publish. Hey, I'm gonna have a yeah. Christmas party. Uh, anybody L- want to join? Like Facebook can do that. You can make events and invite people and say that you're going mm-hmm. and you're interested. But yeah, something more formal mm-hmm. than that. For where it's it's all about that. That's one idea. Uh, that's, a, that's a good idea. That would be. But, to make it happen would be. We would need a. What is it like? Um, web designers, graphic designers, and maybe. You would need a yeah, but I don't know who to hire for this, how much it costs, and then going through all the troubles. So I'm like, hey, let me just throw mm-hmm. it out there. Yeah. Now, um, do you have any idea that would look? Uh, uh, that's like putting you in the spot, though. Uh, do you have an idea? I think well, something that cool that I that I thought just for to add on to. The authenticate authentication part mm. to for people to know know that you are you is that I, I was playing I was playing Roblox <laughs> <laughs> with my girlfriend uh, and we found out that you could use the voice chat like mm-hmm. the microphone to talk and then we you had to sign up you had to go outside the website and what they required you to were they required you to do was get your actual state ID put it on the counter of your desk, put some good lighting on it, take a picture of the front, then turn around the back, then take a pic, then scan a Q, uh, a code, a barcode and the ID, and then take a picture, last step, take a picture of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is like a authenticity, authenticity. And if I'm guessing if you do something wrong in, in that game, like maybe, maybe like people who are, who are instigating something bad, I don't know, pedophiles or whatever, they have a picture of your face and your ID and they know your address. I think that would be a good addition to, to this idea just to be sure that you're not, if some, if, uh, let's say, a, a highly, a high risk criminal who's on the loose hosts a Christmas party and you're the only person that shows up and then, I don't know, he does something bad to you having that authentication process knows that 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 person is that person and they're not a wanted criminal or something like that meaning that way the website knows where you live uh any any sort of details i think that would be good that too it's an idea that has definitely been thrown around a lot but it's it comes with risks and the risk is that Whoever has that information knows exactly where you live. <laughs> True. And also, they're keeping tabs on you, whatever you do, which is uh, kind of inviting, in, inviting into your life, invading your private, private, privacy. Uh-huh. Um, and like, if a criminal—that's a good question. If a criminal is hosting, right? Uh-huh. Well, but he already went out of prison. Like, he didn't escape prison, so he already served his time. And yeah. He deserved his right to. No, what I mean, but I mean, but I mean more like on the loose. On the loose. Maybe a serial killer who... Oh, let me host a party a and he takes killer. some pictures of you. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. tough to... Because to... even if he's on the loose, do the police have records of him? Or he they have just never ever caught him so they don't have any records of him? I'm guessing right. in, the, in the sense that they know who the person is. He's, let's say, top 10 most wanted criminal in the loose criminal in Texas. <laughs> I like that. That's what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough. But that's yeah, all in the details, right? All in the details. It's like Facebook. They have um, ISIS group chat and KKK group chats. Or like, and they're allowed to. They're allowed to because free speech. But it's like, it's so tough even to... 
crack. get into that stuff. Mm, to get into the security aspect of it, yeah. But that's a real question. Of, yeah, that's a real how question. does it work in real life, actually? Like, what if a pedophile hosts uh, a kid party? I don't know. I think that's that's when comments are like, "Hey, don't trust this guy." Don't trust this guy. But, but what if this is his first time and nobody actually knows his reputation? Right. That's a risk. It's just like Airbnb. Like you're going to someone's home. And you don't know their history. Yeah, you don't, don't know their history. Like How does that work? How does the Airbnb? Yes, they just take people. Just take risks, right? Yeah. It's it's, it's all what it I is. Guess. It's like normal. Uber. Same thing. Uber, yeah, you just get into rent for strangers' car. car. Do they get? A, I don't know. If, I don't know if they get a criminal. What is it? A background check. Background check or yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I have no clue. I don't know. How do they do that? But yeah, it's good. Good points, Dio. Good points. You get into yeah. the problems. Like, if you were the owner of Facebook, how would you? How would you do this, right? Like, how would yeah. you keep pedophiles away from your Facebook? Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, right. It's, it's, I don't know. What would you do? You can't read their minds. It's so, tough. It's a risk. You only act. You only act when they act. You can't just say, "Hey, it's a pedophile." They haven't done yeah. anything. Well, that's it oh. for this idea. So, like the Diego's input, and I want to jump to another topic. Another topic. Another topic. No Can you click on the W over there, like the the one? Just no. Don't press anything. Just move the cursor. Yeah, move it more. Click the W to open the web page. No, 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 don't oh. close it. <laughs> oh, this one. Yeah, that one. There you go. It's still recording. Okay, so. Diego has gone to college. Oh, what? First year. First year. And I want to know, since his experiences are still very fresh, and people yes. will, uh, there's people that always graduate every year, and they may have the same questions. I wonder what has changed between high school and his first year of college. And I have some questions here pre-reading, which is his reading nervously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, um, what do you like about being in college now that you enjoy now that you couldn't in high school? Freedom. Be and also picking who my friends are. Because in, I noticed that in high school, you say people... People often say, oh, I have a lot of friends in high school. I'm so popular. Everyone everyone is my friend and stuff like that. But really, the reason why people may feel like they have a lot of friends is because everyone's, you could say, incarcerated. Is that, is that a word? Um, like forcefully put in a place. Oh, incarcerated. Incarcerated. Like a jail. Yeah, <laughs> like a jail, let's say. And so everyone's trying to make the best, the best of it. Nobody... Everyone knows that if you have no no one to talk to, especially in a place where you don't enjoy it as much because people uh, you're being put on classes that you're not interested in and all that stuff, you know that if you don't have any friends and you stay quiet for eight hours that you're in school, it's gonna be miserable. Mm. Especially if it's a if it's a regular thing. So that's why I say that the difference between high school and college is the friends that you can choose. In high school, you you're making the best of it, and in college, you actually f have the freedom to choose who your friends are and who you hang out with. You're not limited to 300 students in your your class. You have 3,000 or 10,000, and it's there's a lot more of there's much more more like more choices. choice. Yeah, yeah, more choices. You can. It's not. It's not more. It's not. It doesn't become more like a oh the, the nerds the cuz 
the the yeah. the whatever. There's category. no there's no groups anymore. It's it's everything's more specific now. Yeah, not yeah. good. And there's no sitting chart, so everybody. There's no, yeah, there's no sitting chart. Uh, also, teachers they are more professional, mm-hmm. and they do not have any motivation to <laughs> discipline you or if you're sitting in the wrong spot correct you or uh, well it's kind of yeah. like the student's responsibility yeah they're paying for it they're paying for it and it's not just 18 year olds like me it's also 30 year olds 50 year olds yeah, 26 right. year olds and so everyone has already a life some people have kids some people are grandparents so teachers yeah, don't have any good. any sort of motivation to to discipline but I do students. like that a lot more. So it's a, it's definitely more free. And I feel like high school had made it a big deal about college. About, oh, it's going to be like this. It's going to be... Uh, they're not going to take any... They're not going to accept what you're doing right now. Maybe... Like you have to, you have to be... What is it? They're going to be stricter. And just the common lies that high school teachers tell you or the high school program tells you and really college when i was college in is more free high school high school teachers always said college was going to be harder yeah. and when i went there it was actually easier than high school yeah. <laughs> what, like, you, what was in your experience it, even even in the college classes that, that i took in high school were harder than the college classes yeah. and like for college it's it's definitely yeah. different um can answer yeah uh, if you call just let her know you're ah, okay. podcast. Okay. She was getting some uh, fans. Some fans calls. <laughs> one, her, his number one fan. Yeah, my number one fan. Go for it. Yes. And you, how was your experience? Uh, in college, was the same as you. It was like easier. Um, like with the teachers not disciplining, mm-hmm. uh, college professors. Hello, I'll give you a podcast. <laughs> okay, <so> <laughs> I'll do your podcast. Damn. Is podcast. it a podcast? <laughs> She's in a podcast too. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. What was my experience? What was your experience? Um, yeah, same. I, I remember it was a lot more fun too because you could pick uh, your classes that you were actually interested in as a career. Mm-hmm. So it's like I was never interested in History. certain chemistries that are very mathematical, but I was interested in like astronomy which mm-hmm. was one of the electives and i was like oh stars is better and it, it had some mathematics but it was it didn't have the crazy ones from algebra to calculus, <laughs> calculus. So, but it was a lot more fun um yeah you you get then i got the psychology elect uh, not electives but my main classes of psychology and that mm-hmm. was something that was actually interested so writing a one page or two pages it was a lot easier and fun mm-hmm. to do compared to writing uh on a random topic about a event that I you don't gotta defend a point care. you gotta write about defend a point, defend that, a point that you care. don't agree with or nah. don't care about. <laughs> i remember that teachers were always like give you these two questions divide yeah. the class and they're yeah. like even if you don't agree just make up something yeah just make up something. to defend it i, was like, oh, uh, I okay. hated that and then the, the opposite team would make really valid points i'm like i don't even want to argue with yeah you. i agree <laughs> with you <laughs> I, agree. I gotta defend my point <laughs> Take me over there. Yeah. No. 
so you got to choose a lot of classes a lot of um electives in high school that you liked and then from then on do you that's what helped you decide your college yeah your major now i want to see have you realized the differences between like how you used to study in high school compared to how you now have to study in college how different how difficult if anything it's very simple i think it's high school no study college <laughs> study <laughs> and yeah. in high school i mean i only paid attention and may maybe went over my notes but only for like for 10 minutes or so um i found out that if i look at my notes before going to sleep that helps and so i would look at my notes before going to sleep in high school for only for like 10 minutes and that would work and i didn't do it too often and i got a's b's mm. in college i i tried to do that for the first week but i was i instantly, instantly regretted it because i felt like the work was already compiling and so now i i actually study i found out that studying when you get in the zone is very nice <laughs> <laughs> well well, it and takes the, and time. The, yeah it takes time and it takes work but once it's not that i like this subject at times it's just knowing that I, something that i didn't understand before and i was extremely confused about after spending 30 minutes on it and really putting my mind to it i seem um i understand it and that's what i like about things that i have a friend uh, or i have a classmate who was studying chemistry i remember we were, in the, we were in the library and he said i told him what are you doing and he had his laptop and he had chemistry and he said oh i'm studying chemistry dude i don't understand anything about this but just give me two hours and i'm gonna know everything Some, something along those lines mm. and i was like oh okay okay but he said it confidently and he's one of those people he's a he's from uh, monterrey he's in uh study abroad i guess yeah study abroad student and i'm guessing that's what got him to the u.s in the first place and i like I, i like that about about him i like that he said well i don't know anything about it but he said it confidently just give me two hours and i'll understand everything about it and he's one of those per those people that have a, like a's and is a perfect student and all that stuff mm, and ever since cool. i've adopted that mindset <laughs> <laughs> i was like it was such a small conversation but it impacted me yeah. a lot so now when i don't understand things i say oh when i don't understand things i say ah just give me just give me a couple hours and uh i'll understand it confidently and i i do it and sure enough i do understand it. and that's the rewarding part that's why as nerdy as it sounds yeah. i somewhat like studying and it's, yeah cause, but it's cool it's, it's, it's a cool. nice way so, yeah to so, put yourself a challenge and that, be confident about it that's the difference from studying in college and high school There's so many things that I've learned in college. But, but like one thing is saying it, give me two hours and I'll do it. So how does that happen afterwards? <laughs> Let's say, what do you do afterwards to make it happen? Uh, to make it happen? Well, I actually, mm -hmm. like if I'm in college grounds, I go to the library and just put my AirPods on. My AirPods became kind of my studying, my studying lamp, you could say. When I have my AirPods on, it means I'm studying. Mm. So... When I say, oh, just give me two hours and I'll understand all this. I usually look up YouTube videos about the subject and I have notes and I just go, I just follow along with whoever's explaining it. And 
just keep writing my own notes in my own time. I often I often find myself spending more time writing notes than actually looking at the YouTube videos. And that, that is good because I write in my own style, in my own pace. And I found out that I'm a very slow... I'm a slow and... Note taker? A slow note taker. Where I Do you write, write it by pencil or keyboard? By pencil. I have to write in pencil. Okay, that's, that's and so <laughs> I'm, I'm slow on studying. Like I, I do take my time, but it's very, it's very rewarding when I do because I have my notes, my own notes. And when I go to class, the teacher talks about it and I already have my notes about it. And it's, it's really rewarding. It feels like, like I'm better than everyone else. Because <laughs> <laughs> I already have the notes and I already have a sense of what the subject but is. But do you feel like you learn more because... <laughs> <laughs> cutting the grass outside. <laughs> oh no! Do you feel like that was last time, last podcast? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's probably uh, gonna not sound too much, hopefully. But okay, where was I? Uh, Do you feel see. like every time you write notes, you learn more because you're you're writing them, like the process of writing them, like oh, you're looking for the keywords, the best uh -huh. points, putting them on the paper. Or because you actually forget as you read and then you need those notes to read them over and over later on throughout the day or tomorrow or the next Wednesday. Um, is it, it because you read them or is it because you write them? Like, it's, it's because I... Well, writing helps. I've had multiple instances where if I write it, I don't even have to look at my notes cause I, because I wrote it. Now I know it. And, but that's... Because that's, I wrote it, I know it. Yeah, because I write it, I know it. No, but it, it only works, let's say, like 10% of the time where that happens. But most of the time, really, is because I writing notes means I have to be focused. So focusing and not thinking about anything else, just that, just focusing and trying to make sense of it is what I think studying is about. Just focusing on, on it and just trying to make sense of it. Reading the notes reading the notes afterwards and yeah going over them that's after studying but mm -hmm. uh, usually for me it's just all about if i focus and try to make sense of it it'll i'll get a better understanding of it no, when no. i forget it then i look at my notes right because you know for me uh teachers would always say write the notes just so that like at least you look like you're doing something yeah. um but i tried it but it always distracted me from like listening was, to the teacher yeah it was yeah. the opposite for me writing notes distracted me from actually learning yeah so once i just was okay with you know what i don't care what the teacher thinks even if he thinks i'm slacking so i just would stop writing and i would just completely focus on the teacher like just listening look at him mm -hmm. and i learned a lot like i work different i learned just by listening and watching and if i write notes i never read them later I hate also looking oh, yeah. at my own handwriting, yeah. which I don't understand because uh -huh. <laughs> I wrote it so fast. Yeah. Um, so for me, I just look and I do nothing. Like I'm watching a, uh, a YouTube video or a movie, like like the teacher is a YouTube yeah. video. Yeah. And that's it. That's how I learn the best. Uh -huh. But that's yeah. me. Mm. You make mental notes of it. Mental notes. Yeah, he said this. Yeah. He said that. But because me, I was always writing, I think until my senior year in high school. Is when I realized, you know what, I don't give a damn. <laughs> and I stopped writing stuff. And it actually started working, like, really good. And then I did that throughout college. And I remember my parents gave me a, an, an iPad. Like, they lent it to me. So I could write notes on my iPad. Uh, 
I was also just the same. I got distracted with the iPad, yeah. just writing. I could not multitask. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's interesting. So you can actually multitask. You can actually listen and write, and that helps you more than if you were well, listening. Uh, that's when I'm studying alone. That's why I say that I'm a very slow study person because I, I listen and I have to stop the video and then take my time writing oh. notes. Oh. That's why I'm a slow because I can't I can't I, I can with a teacher like a, while he's talking write notes, um, but it does slow me down a little bit a, a little bit. But uh, that's why, like I said, I have to I'm a I'm a slow study person who has to take their time and. Every seven seconds of the video, pause and write notes. Every second, something like that. Nice. Well, that's the studying category. I want to go to discipline. Uh, How do you keep your uh, yourself from dividing your day in such a way that you have a healthy balance of studying, school, school grade, then you have your relationships, and then you have your fun, uh -huh. like activities. Yeah. Yeah. How does that look for you? How's it? Because I know you have learned a lot from your first year. Of College, college like what you used to do back then in high school uh -huh. is not working no. how, how has that changed mm, how have you definitely in high school i had a learning experience you could say but <laughs> learning experience <laughs> where i was in too many sports and i was focusing i was i was yeah too many sports and i was i would come home and and sleep sleep a lot and i already felt it in high school that was a bad thing I learned that I have to schedule my time because I will always go with the flow. And if somebody asks me, hey, do you want to go to the park to play soccer? Yeah, let's go. But I, would, I, would, I wouldn't take as much attention to the time that it would take and how much time I would have left throughout the day. I would say in college, the my discipline has changed in the sense that now when I wake up, when I wake up, I already plan my day from in my mind. I don't, I don't write it. If I wake up and I make a mental note, okay, well, from this time to this time, I'm gonna be to I'm gonna be in class, and this time, oh look, I have four hours. I have four hours between these two classes. Well, I'm gonna take one hour for lunch. Then I'm gonna do two hours of studying. So I'll finish maybe at 3 p.m. and then I'll I have one extra hour to go to the gym, or maybe an extra hour to go play pool, or hang out with my girlfriend, and stuff like that. Another thing that I did to help me with my discipline is writing I, I have a book that's been helping me extremely it has immensely helped me it's a book where i just write all my all my assignments all the due dates and to-do lists for today it's like a calendar type it's, of book like it has it's like different a, sections. it's a calendar it's just white page it's just blank pages there's mm -hmm. nothing on it I, I make my own uh like for example today is sunday sunday uh, december 24th i have all these homeworks to do for this week let me i write them down and then to do list i need to do these two homeworks for today and let me go over this and that helps me when i feel like i don't want to when i feel like i don't want to do work i try to reward myself by playing tennis oh if i finish this i'm, I'm almost done if i finish this i'm gonna play tennis later today and usually usually i get very anxious the in the last 30 minutes or whatever in the last part of me finishing my homework or whatever, I get very anxious because I just want to get over with it. I want to play 10.30 or stuff like that. But that anxiousness f fuels me to keep doing my work. It's like, oh man, I I'm playing tennis in two hours. I got to get, I got to get, um, 
this homework done so I can play tennis feeling nice in my head that okay I'm not I'm not wasting my time I should be doing something else instead of playing tennis if I do my homework before then I'm like oh I earned this Mm -hmm. so that's would be my discipline it's more like a like a reward kind of reward uh, reward kind of uh, discipline where if I do this I'll get a candy yeah (laughs) (laughs) kind of how do you do how do you prioritize which tasks to complete first let's say you have two homeworks or three five and then you got a bunch of lists. You have so many things during the day to accomplish. Which one will do number one spot? How do you do? You tackle the hardest first, the most easiest first, mm-hmm. and then what's? How do you figure that out? I would like to say that I do the hardest first, but no, I do the the easiest ones first. I do the ones that take ten to fifteen minutes because it helps me build momentum and it motivates me. So I do usually if I have oh write a six page essay for uh, homework and oh write a paragraph about engineering ethics how an engineer should act i'll do the engineering ethics one first and i'll do everything else that's a small task that'll take me less than 30 minutes and then i'll feel so good about it that i'll get started on my on my uh, on my big homework at times though i feel like oh i already did so much you know what i'll just do the biggest assignment tomorrow right. and because i keep having assignments uh uh listed to me or handed to me a trap that i fall into is that i keep doing the small homework boom 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 and i never do the big homework homeworks Mm. because i say oh i already did three easy homeworks so that's i'm done for today and i keep pushing the the hard homework so that's a trap but that's usually what i do well that's always what i do i'll give you three or two strategies that i used to have when Mm. i was over overwhelmed because later on right now is your first year but later on it's gonna be harder yeah and more homeworks and, and more pages so one thing that i used to do uh that worked a lot is write all my to-dos in, in index cards so i would have like 10 index cards like a stack mm-hmm. and then because i was running away always from things like oh this one is too easy oh this one is too hard no i don't want to do it this one this one. so i would have this index cards and the way it works is that i would shuffle them with all my things written in there like each card is a it's a duty yeah and i would be like the rule is whatever card i take out is what i do (laughs) and there's no way of escaping it the only way i'm gonna take out the next is by finishing it and i would uh, this would force me to not run away from tasks another one is when i uh, and then it would look amazing once my flashcards like i had a stack of flashcards Uh of things that i completed you know it just felt amazing to play with it and crumble it Uh slap it around (laughs) or just look at them again like like, "Ah, i did all i was so afraid of this one and this one oh this one had my heart racing for a week for a week and it's finally done yeah and then i throw it in the trash i would Ah. keep the stack i would i always feel good and you were um you were what is it um You would honor it, like let's say you would never say you would never get a, a flashcard that says write six page essay and then jump it and then oh, no th- yeah let me pick another one yeah would no. you or you would be you would honor it I would honor it because oh. you have to honor it the moment you don't the, the, what's the point yeah you you destroy the strategy there there was a point that I did something like that but it, it's a different strategy is is like you said you start with the hardest or do you start with the easiest yeah. so sometimes I would do the same technique of the flashcards but. I was like, okay, so this time there's no rule of take it out, do it. But I would be like, okay, which one of this can I finish in two minutes? Uh, and which one I cannot. So I would just flip them. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one, if it takes me two minutes to do it, I'll just do it. 
And then I would eliminate all of those that take two minutes or like 10 minutes, like super little time, mm-hmm. almost nothing. And then I would be left over with the ones that are more difficult. And then I can, okay, which one of these most difficult is the easiest of all? And that would help with the strategy. But then there came a point when I was like super overwhelmed with tasks. Uh-huh. When you don't forget homeworks or you don't even realize the teacher had a homework that yeah. was due and you're like, everything gets thrown off. And this another strategy, which uh, was amazing. I had a whiteboard. With like an expo market, right? One of those that you can just erase with your hand. Mm-hmm. And just with, I would also write a list of things that I need to do, but I would write a date when it needs to be turned in. Uh-huh. And and then I would um, categorize this list depending which one is the earliest date that it needs to be turned in. Uh-huh. So this one is Monday. Okay, so the next Tuesday, then Wednesday, and then Thursday. I would shuffle them so it makes sense. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, so this one is due Monday. So even though the one on Tuesday is scaring me a lot, because it's a huge essay. Mm-hmm. The one in Monday matters because I have to do it or I'm going to get a zero. Yeah. So uh, that's one step. Second step is get that one that is due on Monday. Write it in the huge uh, whiteboard. Like write it in huge words. This is a task. Just like whatever it is. I don't know. Uh-huh. Essay six pages Monday. And I would just place it there in my room. And every time I would do anything, I would look around. That was my task for the day. So, okay, finish that one. Mm-hmm. And then... I would do it. It would take me the whole day. Everything, right? Finish it, erase it. Look at my list. Scratch it. Okay, next one is due Tuesday. Okay, write the one on uh-huh. the whiteboard. That's when you're like extremely overwhelmed that yeah. you don't know which which one to do first yeah. or what Go to do. With the earliest. You're stressed. Yeah. Uh, everything is due on the same week. Yeah. But which one matters the most? Yeah, yeah. So that's two strategies. Ah, I definitely done that one. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Yeah, it works. It, it was my favorite. It helped me a lot when I just couldn't just do the earliest thing yeah that, that will that will decide when i would just would postpone 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 yeah do the one that is due i'm uh, guessing that's that's that for yeah only overwhelmed no because if you have a 30 page essay due monday if it's uh the earliest due it'll probably be like thursday or something like that. i guess it's only when you have you're overwhelmed and you know you can you don't have any major major Assignments. No, you can have major weeks. assignments, but it's the one that is due first that matters. And this will happen to you later on when you have your main course classes. Mm-hmm. And and the teachers, they will make you write like 16-page essays or 12-page essays, but they will break it down into weeks. Like, okay, guys, week one, you're going to turn this in, which is the layout or your ideas. Mm-hmm. And I will approve them. And week two, you're going to make a layout and you're going to give it to me. Week three, you're going to make one page and you're going to give it to me. Week four, you're going to make two pages. And the teacher always breaks down this work. That's one class. The problem is you have six other classes or five who implement the same idea. And for every class, they have a different date when it's turned in. Mm-hmm. And that's when that comes in handy because wow. it's like, okay, so this one is due Monday, but the teacher needs it by Wednesday, but that other teacher needs it by Friday. And it gets overwhelming mm-hmm. because it's different, different yeah. assignments, different days, but everybody wants it. So that's when you're like, okay, which one? Which comes one first, first which one is money and yeah sometimes yeah. you have a big one that is due on the 12th um like 12 pages like you said oh but what if you have a big big one, a big one like a thesis yeah pages. like still just do the one that is due early because the teacher will give you a zero if you don't turn it in true true yeah, <laughs> or a 50. Oh, yeah, yeah. and a zero hurts a lot uh when it comes to grades because mm-hmm. they add all your grades and then divide it by the number of assignments mm-hmm. and a zero brings you down a lot crazy if you can get a 50, it's better a 50 than a zero. Yeah. A lot better. Straight up two. Straight up five. Straight up six. 
improve your grades. Yeah, because I'm thinking any ideas to make college easier. Right now, you are not living in college, right? You just no, drive I'm, there. Not, I'm not living in college. I'm just I'm driving there and living with my parents. <laughs> Which is the way to go now. Hmm? It's the way to go now, nowadays. Yeah, because like, people get... Mm, people don't get out of the house at 18 anymore. Some mm. people, right? But now they don't... I don't know. I don't know what the average age is, but it's still... I don't think the norm the normal is the normal isn't anymore. When once you turn eighteen, leave the house. Yeah, like before it was frowned upon, but now it's like, yeah, please come live with me, please, because <laughs> it's uh it's very hard out there with money. Uh, everything's more expensive and such. I don't know what's going on, but it's a lot different now. Like parents don't feel guilty because I was talking to some people parents? when I'm doing my job, right? I uh-huh. enter people homes and. And sometimes they tell me, oh, this is my son, or, or he's going to be here, blah, blah. And um, and they, w- they would talk about their college and everything, everything. And I'll be like, um, when, you s- when your children grow up to be college age, are you going to kick them out? Like, what's your strategy as a parent? And they would always give me the same answer. Oh, no, times have changed now. Like, I, yeah. I wouldn't feel bad if he wants to stay with me because I understand you guys' situation right now. <laughs> like, she would say things like that. Like, a, oh, lot of, wow. a lot of moms and fathers would say things like this. Like, I would understand if he wants to stay. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't mind if different, he stays. Different ideology. Yeah, like, before it was different. It's like, yeah, go ahead. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my house. You're already 18. 18. But now it's, it's more understandable. It's great. I guess. But then again, what's the limit? That was the limit. What's the what's the limit of the of, age? Of the age of let's say, you're already forty and you're still gonna. Yeah, that's. I up guess to the I, I guess there's still an eight uh, limit, no? Because I'm sure most parents will say, "Oh yeah, I understand the the world right now, so he can stay with me. He's eighteen right now." I think it's like. Well, the... he's already twenty six. I guess it's for. You gotta get your own place. <laughs> I know that. Because <laughs> you're already two. It's just like they will accept you in the house just so you can get your feet up. Like, yeah, you yeah. can get your finances right, you can get your jobs right. Yeah. They're just there to help you get started. You know, I guess the- once they see that you got comfortable and settled yeah. in, that's when, yeah. hey, what are you doing? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? When, when you're not doing anything, not, I wouldn't say in too much, but into their eyes, their point of view, when you're not doing like moving forward. Mm-hmm. That's when they will start encouraging you to just go out, <laughs> get out yeah. of the house. Yeah, but as long as they still feel like you're just getting your feet up, uh, they will help you. That's nice. Yeah. That's like nice. you say, don't get comfortable. Don't, just don't get comfortable because <laughs> yeah. they're still paying for you. It's a sacrifice they're doing. Like, of course, they still want to do things for you. They want that extra money for them to go on trips, for them to go enjoy the peace of the home, and then they also have. Their own life. Their own life that they want to live. Yeah. Um, but it's not like they're eager to kick you out either. Because <laughs> <laughs> when they when they do, they'll miss you. No. It's like you were there for like 20-something years, right? And it's a hard yeah. habit. Because I don't, I don't know it's, where you've gone. what they've known. Yeah. For one, maybe more than. For a third of their lives. A third of their lives. Yeah. It's just that you being there. And how you grew up through all the stages. And now it's empty house with no sound. And a lot, lots of empty rooms. A lot of empty rooms. Just uh, memories of pictures, like, photos yeah. everywhere, but photos. Oh, that's funny. nothing that's anymore. Yeah. Oh man, I feel sad. Oh, oh, <laughs> now yeah. I understand my parents. Now you understand. Why they're so if happy you, when if I come. If you were home. a parent, would you 
to kick your no. would you have that that same idea of oh i know how the world is right now my parents have been living their home mm-hmm. for a while so you can live in my home after 18 yeah i would let them would you have a, a, a age limit or is it would it be more of a age limit or a hey i don't think you're moving forward i think you need to get out into the real world i think that one but also i feel like the world's gonna get a lot harder for me around so even if they are like 40 year old and living together uh-huh. i would be happy with it but i would have like a big house because there's such a thing as a family house back in germany uh it's a generation house they call it it's like three floors oh and it's yeah. like the children live like at the very top the grandparents in the first floor and the parents in the middle something like that doesn't matter what the arrangement is uh-huh. but it's like the whole three generations live in one house because houses oh. are more sturdy, everything in the land is expensive, and yeah. the culture itself is like family oriented, uh-huh. and it's okay. But like you have your independence, like it's literally a whole floor for, her. and it's not like a floor like here in America, it's like everything. You have a kitchen, it's like an apartment. It looks like mm-hmm. so you have a kitchen, you have a washing machine, you have a room. So uh, it's everything just the same like an apartment basically, yeah, but it's yeah. a house. But it's a house with three yeah. generations yeah. living in it, but they're all separate in their own four walls yeah and i like that because like if your grandparents you know get too old you can take care of them them. if your parents get injured you're right there you're you're always there to help them out if you are struggling with anything your parents are there yeah just check on the on the earphones yeah that's good it's recording (laughs) yeah but i wouldn't be would you so then you would go more of a of approach of I don't think you're moving forward I think you're getting too comfortable that too yeah of course if, if they're getting but depends what is too comfortable maybe if it looks like they are injuring themselves more than helping yeah, helping them like if they're getting to drugs or getting like very unhealthy mm-hmm. and they're not even motivated they don't have goals mm-hmm. uh, they're just depending on you and and you just and see them like destroying wasting their life on the phone watching TikTok oh yeah but like it's like all these things together not just one mm-hmm. not like just oh you're watching tiktok get out of my house <laughs> get out, of my house. <laughs> get out. Yeah. it's just like oh you're watching tiktok you're getting fatter like you're like not doing exercise you're just, just being late just being late yeah you sleep late you wake up late you're not even looking for jobs you're not even studying you're not improving yourself you're not learning like all these things well, like i think i'm hurting you by by keeping you here, you here. so uh, maybe something else you need different type of motivation like paying the bills and feeding yourself getting getting money yeah mm. <laughs> okay but no. something you don't have to worry about now did you know that tiktok well i, I heard this in instagram so I, I don't know if it's credible but i heard that in china uh the average kid or they show there's some statistic that <clears throat> more kids in china want to be astronauts than in the u.s more u.s kids want to be influencers than astronauts now Mm -hmm. so if you ask a a kid from china what do you want to be when you grow up it's most likely that they'll say astronaut if you say to a american kid what do you what would you like to be when you grow up they'll say an influencer it's more likely in china they regulate you know how they regulate social media and all that stuff and they've created tiktok and all that stuff um what was my question my question well i just made up another question would you let your oh do you think tiktok 
and all those social social media platforms are a harm more than a good it depends uh, I've heard about that Chinese thing in different ways uh, I've heard that China that Chinese TikTok gives you more uh, concrete videos about jobs and things like that in America it gives you more dances yeah it's more educational but actually not um, when I was in China because I don't know where they're getting that research from I wouldn't see but uh, when I was in China on my own TikTok uh, I was getting what I was interested in just like here whatever uh, you watch the most you get it you get uh, but it would be the thing is influencers are very political and in China politics is not accepted if you're a citizen um, you cannot say certain things or you uh, will be vanished, vanished. <laughs> so uh, the only things that become popular in China are things that don't hurt anybody's political view. And so I would get a lot of, like you say, working, but I would get uh, a lot of cooking, a lot of uh, videos of people making comedy of eating, but it's like, like eating certain dishes, um, cooking yeah. certain dishes. I would get a lot of crystals because I, lo I love that. So I would get a lot of, I would get a lot of farming, um, but it's just certain things. And the people that became very popular would be the people that would cook. The, the whole video was just cooking like in giant dishes. And it was yeah. fun to watch. Definitely. And then the community, like the, the village would yeah. come in and they would serve plates to like 50 people. Yeah. And But that's not political at all. At all. And, and something I realized is because in Shanghai, there would be street art everywhere. Uh, they would take it out like after a month and they would put new street art. Mm -hmm. But the street art was always super weird. It was just like shapes. Really? It was abstract just like art? just abstract art of shapes, ah. but it was never ever anything political. It was not like, like in like America. Two face, yeah, mask. Or yeah, nothing like that. Or... Not a face. It wouldn't be like blood anywhere. It wouldn't be just colors. like somebody destroying a painting. Just bright colors. Uh -uh. No negative colors. Absolutely like, nothing political. <laughs> yeah, nothing political. So art, it's the only art that wins in China. It's the one that doesn't hurt any any political view so wow. that's why i also and, feel like influencers uh -huh. are a lot more in western places than in uh -huh. china i guess if if art if you can't express a political point in art it's hard to make art because art express you express your thoughts <clears throat> and things you can not? still make art but it's just not going to be political like the ones who are into political art uh -huh. will not flourish so they will never be artists mm -hmm. in that in that country is going to be the people who are like into shapes and be like, oh, this is the, the mobility of life, which that was a lot of art actually about the wind. Mm -hmm. It was just leaves, like a bunch of strings attached with little airplane, paper planes, or just like weird rocks. Mm -hmm. And the art was like, this is wind. This is how life is. And yes. Something like about uh, concepts. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, it was the, it would never be... So artists do flourish there, but non-political artists flourish. I remember seeing a, a, a super quick video, seven second video. What is it? What's his name? Casey, Casey something. He's this guy, a YouTuber who has glasses and has, uh, yeah. yeah. He's made a second video about life and it's life is like a treadmill. You got to keep walking to keep up with it. You can run to hustle and get ahead of it. But if you stop moving, you go backwards. <laughs> and you have to always to be keep moving. That's how life is. Um, well, I thought of that when you said the the art of uh, the wind. The wind. The wind and 
and yeah how it interprets like that. exactly that would flourish there <laughs> yeah but if he wasn't a political figure because he is um he, he has other things right but mm-hmm. um that would flourish but that does remind me of another quote from alice in wonderland that uh-huh. says uh you have to run as fast as you can to stay in one place and you have to run twice as that to move forward but the funny part is like you have to run as fast as you can you can to stay there (laughs) in one place and then you have to run twice twice as fast (laughs) as you can yeah which is like what (laughs) What? to move forward and that's how sometimes life feels Mm -hmm. like you can try your hardest and you're barely making it starting to sound like a sad bible man (laughs) 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 i know let's go back to tiktok Uh, (laughs) which you said it's it's a destroying people and yeah i would say tiktok not but indulging in these things because they are engineered in such a way that you they want to keep you there on the phone yeah and and it's very funny but that's it like it's just gonna eat your time but it does teach you things like tiktok got me into learning about taxes the american tiktok because a lot of people i would get those feed about oh did you know the government has this blah blah mm-hmm. and that's how i got into like oh i want to study the tax code it looks like i could save some money there um and i would get about the retirement funds did you know that if you put this on the 401k and the roth ira and i'm like oh i want to learn that so it's like tiktok does help you and i've learned a few tricks like those tiktok um life hacks Mm-hmm. where they just do something random like this is how you actually use the product that you've been using it for the, your entire life like, yeah. I didn't know you could do yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been using it wrong all day yeah. you do get those gems here and there but at the cost of maybe two hours of my time, time. but it's a bit of it's tough right yeah. it's a balance but but I think just the same as video games are dangerous they eat your time but they're fun they're fun they're it, a way to distress isn't there a, uh, some quote or something like that that I don't remember exactly how it goes, but the idea is, said something about time wasted is not time. What is it? It's a, like if you if you spend your time oh, right. watching YouTube videos and you enjoy that mm-hmm. time, then it's not time wasted because you enjoyed that time. Yeah, at some point, at some point, it's it's uh it's true. If you don't feel guilty about it afterwards, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. If you're like, oh man, that was. That was fun. I like like that. you, when you say my reward is to play, but only after I do my homework, mm. then I go play tennis. Otherwise, so I don't, I don't feel, feel guilty. guilty. Yeah. So there, I would say that time, playing tennis is not time wasted. Not time wasted. It's time enjoyed. But it would be wasted if you were like I, playing and you're like just thinking. thinking in my head while I'm playing. Oh yeah, I shouldn't be doing this. I, mm-hmm. be doing I think there it would be wasted because you wouldn't be having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Do that makes a really good point. Also, another quote. <laughs> well, not now that we're talking about quotes. <laughs> uh, I remember you said one uh, that I, I like that I've been thinking about. I actually I talked I said it or I talked about it with Leah, my girlfriend, which was yesterday's. How did it go? Yesterday's um, wish of tomorrow. Today. Is today or is that quote that we're talking about? Right. Yeah, yeah, we were, talk- we were talking about it. The, the, the tomorrow to- that you were worrying about so much or you were expecting is today. Or the future yeah. that you were expecting tomorrow is yes. today. It's like, it's like, oh, tomorrow? No, what is it? One day? It's, it's like, a, let's say, for example, well, today's today, right? Yeah. And I'm, no, 
Yeah, yesterday is today. Let's say. No. No. Okay. <laughs> today is today. I'm wishing. I'm wishing that. Oh man, I'm so stressed. I'm. I'm so stressed tomorrow. I mean, I'm so stressed today. Um, I really hope that tomorrow's better. You know, tomorrow I'm, I have this plan and this plan, and I'm really gonna enjoy my time. Mm-hmm. When that day arrives, you. When tomorrow arrives, you're living yesterday's wishes. About tomorrow, which is today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, you got it. Yeah. You got it. And and I've been thinking about that. Where like today, mm-hmm. I was thinking about today. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. And I'm living today, mm-hmm. which was yeah, which was which was I was thinking about yesterday. The quote that you're talking about is like I bet it's very concise. Yeah. <laughs> In one sentence, oh, you could say it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard. That tomorrow, Seriously. tomorrow is the today they were expecting or something like that. Ah, but but it brings it brings the point that, well, to me, that I should be having a good day today, because mm-hmm. I was wishing this day yesterday. Yeah, like when I was, I was that that was all I was thinking about yesterday about today. Yeah. Like yesterday, it was a day I was thinking about a lot. Oh my god, <laughs> such a professional podcast. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways. oh no what's going on here we've been yeah, talking for like about an hour yeah. it's good i didn't even feel it no no what do they need us outside to work <laughs> to work to, to work oh, okay yeah. mm-hmm. just click it click it on the thing oh, okay. so, so, so. 